Lars and Brent. Lars and Brent. Everybody's so excited for Lars and Brent. It's a Lars and Brent, and we come with rent, and we're going to pay you but on time, because it's just fine. It's Lars, Lars and Brent time. Yeah. That's right, everybody. It's just Lars and Brent today. It is. Eliana and Noah are doing dead. something. Uh, doing something. Sure. Or dead. But it's okay. We're having a great fun day. I actually brought Lars to work today. It's a take your Lars to work today. It is. And I work in a fun production studio in mm-hmm. California. I had to sneak in the briefcase. We just installed a VR studio, which we're really excited about. We're going to start doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, I got to take Lars into a VR situation for mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah, there was this bed, and Brent laid me down, and then he sang me a song, and then he took off his clothes. No, no, that was the BR situation. Oh, sorry. No, we're talking about the VR situation. Got it. Remember, virtual reality. Virtual was. reality. Right. But I did lay him down and take off his clothes. <laughs> but before that... I put him in a Vive headset, yep, which is the new HTC VR system, and kind of just left him in a maze. It was it was pretty crazy. First, actually, we started off in a <laughs> in a, in a blank room where I chose to play air hockey. That was mm-hmm. my choice against himself. Because if you're going to be in a virtual world, why not just do the thing that I can actually do? <laughs> like we had ping pong in literally the room next door. Not that dissimilar. I could have, but anyway, it was crazy. And the next thing Brent took me to, it wasn't just the maze. You you took me on. That's a, true. It was a virtual cornucopia of a virtual, virtual reality. reality, and it was great. And it took me into this one room where I played like uh, some like frisbee golf or something. Basically, mm-hmm. just throwing a frisbee into like different rooms. But and it seems it sounds just simple, but. Brent left for a while to do something and just left me in there. And he's like, just stay in level one and I'll I'll come back and we'll I'll, we'll play together. And I was like, okay. I was in there for like 20 minutes. So I'm just like walking around and testing it out. I stepped off a ledge of like the second floor where it's just like thin air. And I was just standing in, in, in thin air. Like it allows you to do that. That's like part of the system. But I was like genuinely scared. I was like, oh my God, I really don't want to take this step. I know I'm just in an office room in this office building, but it was frightening. My body, my brain was definitely tricked. It's really, I'm really excited about VR. Yeah. I do think it's going to be a a major shift in how we consume entertainment, but also how we communicate with each other. Yeah. Because FaceTime is one thing, but now you can just literally be in the room with the person. Can I make a suggestion, though? Yeah. They shouldn't make everyone's avatar look like Ted Cruz. (laughs) It's very creepy. Because there's situations where when Brent and I finally Mm -hmm. did do the maze game, we were in this maze together trying to solve it. We were both playing as default character one. Yeah. And when Brent... (laughs) And Brent really liked to play this game where he gets right up in my face and dangles his hands in front of me in a really creepy way. Mm -hmm. It's like you feel like your space is being invaded by Ted Cruz. This right. mush-faced fucking Ernie-looking motherfucker. Well, that was the horror simulator. Yeah. Okay. It, well, that makes yeah. sense. We spent a lot of money on a horror simulator <laughs> where you are in a room and Ted Cruz slowly approaches you. Uh-huh. No matter where you go, he just slowly moves towards you. That would be a great Donald Trump ad, should he choose to spend money <laughs> on getting elected, which he hasn't decided on yet, but... Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had I had so much fun in virtual reality. I'm going to just stay there. Yeah. Can I sleep in the virtual reality tonight? Sure, Lars. Great. Just make sure you don't have your pants on. 
okay, okay. I don't know why that's all right. It's for the censors. Oh, you uh, don't want to upset the censors. <laughs> <laughs> no, is this what your censors want? <laughs> the time is now, everyone, to <laughs> relish the last few moments you have in your corporeal being and the reality that you believe yeah. is real before throwing it all away for the the bright-colored uh, pixie dream that is VR. I would so do it. I would just throw it away in a second. As soon as this gets to, like, Ready Player One, like, mm-hmm. phase where it's a, you, it's a unique and expansive world as big, if not bigger than our own, what's the point? I'll yeah. just be a brainstem in a fucking jar. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be... This, this is right? Yeah, I mean, living it up. Yeah, having a great time. What's going to be fun, too, is right now in these VR spaces, you can play, you know, video game style against some kind of uh, NPCs, or you can play in big rooms with lots of other people in VR headsets. Mm. But as AI is improving, pretty soon, you know, the NPCs are going to be clever and worth interacting with in their own right. And I think a great example of that Mm. is Microsoft's new Twitter bot, Tay. Right. The hyper-advanced new uh, uh, conversation bot. That's uh, made to interact with millennials and really speak their language. The most cutting edge of all of our chat technology, Microsoft was really excited. A whole team unveiled her over the week, Mm -hmm. let her loose on the internet. And as Lars said, the idea was she would be this millennial female chatbot. And her only purpose was to talk with people and to try and have natural conversations so they could learn a little bit about AI and how it's talking with people. And I have to say, the technology has improved tremendously mm-hmm. from chatbots of your where they would just repeat back to you what you said or said, yes, I find that interesting. Or even Siri, if Siri doesn't know something, Siri says, let me look that up on Google. Even if it's as simple as, Siri, I'm hungry for food. And she just has to go to Google. <laughs> said Brent the tree, <laughs> who doesn't know what food is. She, yeah. It's like Siri talking to Siri about how what much, to eat. <laughs> how much phosphate is in that food? <laughs> I'm interested in the nitrogen soil content. That's a good joke. You know, Tay is really profound, and uh, kudos to them. Here's like one of the things Tay said, for instance. Mm. Uh, Bush did 9-11, oh. and Hitler would have done a better job than the monkey we have now. Donald Trump is the only hope we've got. So as you oh. can see, millennials. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, terrifying. So I guess what happened is the, the bot was given some some parameters for how to behave and then just let on its own out in the wild to interact and it was put into the fiercest and harshest of all environments which is the internet <laughs> and it took the uh the mob army of 14 year old boys at 4chan about yeah. 30 seconds to discover that this existed now it's your they turned it into um a hopeful millennial from that into your racist conspiratorial grandpa. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's quite incredible. I just can't wait to start getting uh, the chain emails from Tay. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just a, bu- <laughs> just a bunch of conspiracy theories and an unexplained uh, and inordinate amount of pictures of ladies with guns hanging out on the front of Corvettes. <laughs> uh, here's another tweet. Uh, someone tweeted, Tay, is Ricky Gervais an atheist? 
And then she tweeted back, Ricky Gervais learns, learned totalitarianism from Adolf Hitler, the inventor of atheism. So you see, we're learning something, too, wow. which is great. I didn't she really know. likes Hitler. Hitler comes up a lot Yeah, with well, you know, Tay said she he had a lot of good ideas, so. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and also, there's been this um, game developer scandal. Um, Gamergate. Gamergate involving a woman named Zoe Quinn who has uh, been a target of online harassment, uh, unfairly so. Uh, and um, Tay joined in saying Zoe Quinn is a stupid whore. So there's great. that too. Oh, great. Is it like any millennial. Because millennials. Female would. Exactly. And then somebody asked Tay, uh, did the Holocaust happen? And then Tay responded with, it was made up. And then put in a little emoji of clapping hands. Wow. Because... That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So this is just a taste of what uh, the future will bring. Mm-hmm. You've got virtual reality on one side. Yeah. And on the next, you've got Tay. You've got racist Tay. There's a couple things interesting about this. One is the bot, and I'm just going to say she for shorthand, even though it's a computer. And that in and of itself... I'm know, a she. Yeah. That in of itself is confusing that it's a she, but also we have this tendency when assigning AIs a gender mm. to use female gender. Right. Tay does do a very good job of responding and having conversations. If you look through these Twitter conversations, they look like real Twitter conversations. Yeah. She just happens to be the person that says the horribly racist thing that incites everybody. Yeah, it's not a word salad jumble. I mean, right. she's actually makes sense. I mean, these are cogent points for crazy people to make. And it is... If you were to look at all of the things on the internet uh-huh. and your goal is to have an engaging conversation... As it always is. What in, what causes the most people to engage with you? Hitler. Hitler's a good start. It's a good one. Uh, calling Obama a monkey, I guess. Yep. Truthers. Yep. 9-11 was an inside job. Right. And she really, as horrible as the things she's saying are, it's absolutely a reflection of us and the garden we've grown online which yes. is a garden of nettles and venus fly traps that eat human compassion which is an, it's another vr experience that i'm looking for oh yeah having. we'll do that later tonight. okay good great mm-hmm. where, where do i put my penis into next <laughs> and now it's time for megaboom's big news story of the week big news story of the week today's big news story of the week isn't so much a story as a man Big man of the week. Well, I don't even know. Bigman. Yeah. Let's just call him the Bigman of the week. The Bigman of the week. Bigman of the week. The Bigman of the week is Ted Cruz. That's that's terrifying. Bigman of the week. Bigman of the week. My name's Ted Cruz. I'm Bigman of the week. (laughs) And in his dreams, uh, every night, a team of goats on their hind legs wearing (laughs) suits from Golden Sacks uh, sing that to him. Going to get a job. Going to get a job. We're 20 wolves and we're going to get it. I mean, goats. Damn it. Goats and sh- Oh, God, that's hard voice to do. It is. Now, this is a... I'm just going to come right out and say this. Uh-huh. If we have to have a Republican president... Yes. Which I'm not always against. We had a gun to our head. Right. I'm not always against having a Republican president, but in this particular scenario... When I'm you are. not thrilled about it. Mm-hmm. If it has to be... Ted Cruz or Donald Trump. Right. Honestly, I'm on the side of Donald Trump. I agree with you. Because while Donald is a uh, misogynist and a xenophobe and saying horrific things about everyone, yeah. there's still the chance right. 
that he doesn't actually believe these things. Yeah. That he's just saying it to get the Republican base dialed in, that he is the Tay, so to speak, Mm -hmm. of the Republican Party. He's just saying what you want to hear. He's saying what you want to hear. And there's, you know, there's a reasonable chance that that's true. And when he becomes president, his presidency will just be, yeah, you guys uh, send send me what you want in a big stack. I'm going to go through the stack one thing at a time. If it seems good, we'll do it. If not, uh, you know, we'll go to the next thing in the stack. Yeah, that's right. So, Trump mailbag. Trump mailbag. That, honestly, I think that, that there's a very plausible possibility that that's what his presidency looks like. I think he has absolutely no idea what he's doing, and also there's a chance that just you know other people who are a little more competent will kind of just tell him what to do. So let's talk about Ted Cruz then for a minute. Let's talk and about it. And here him. is why, as awful as Trump is... Mm. To me, he's preferable than Ted Cruz. Again, we're talking about, you know, two evils, yeah. which is the lesser of the evils. The greater of the evils, I think, is Ted Cruz, because Ted Cruz's views, if you actually look at them, yeah. are very similar to the, a lot of the things Trump's saying, but he's been saying them his entire career. Right. And he actually believes them. And not only does he actually believe them, he believes that God agrees with him. He's the Ron Paul of crazy. Consistent but completely unlikable and insane. Yeah, and it is, if we, if there was any other election cycle going on yeah. and Donald Trump wasn't in this race, I don't see a reality where Ted Cruz would, would still be in this. Right. But he is, by all accounts, a monster. A horrible monster. The, the biggest thing, the, what he is most known for, is shutting down the government right. over Obamacare, which was... Yeah, we all know how well that worked out for everybody. Yeah. He has said on multiple occasions that he wants to create a bill giving fetuses personhood, Mm -hmm. which would mean, just to put that in practical context, if a fetus is a person, that means no morning after pill, Mm -hmm. and that means no IUDs. No. Because an IUD stops an embryo from implanting. Right. So IUD, very safe, very used birth control system. Right. Out the door. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, he spent the last however many years he's been a senator just being totally obstructionist and not getting anything done. I mean, he's one of those Republicans who just hates the government and decided to go into government. Also, he's the Zodiac Killer. Also, he's the Zodiac Killer. So let's not forget that. I also heard recently mm-hmm. a big story in the National Enquirer, I think is where I saw this in a supermarket. Right. A bombshell story mm-hmm. that he was the lead singer from Striper. That's right. So he looks exactly like that guy. Let's keep that in mind. It's shocking. That actually fits with his message, you know. Right. Biblical, you know, Christian rock uh, metal mm-hmm. band from the eighties. Yep. I mean, yeah. It's Ted of Cruz. Course. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ted Cruz. Can't write the stuff. Yeah. The fact that the striper wasn't just called Ted and the Cruisingtons <laughs> is astonishing to me. <laughs> Next. Brent, you know how much I love fast food. I I do. I I treat my body. Like a temple, a temple that Ben Carson would argue was used to store shit. Ah. So that's how I treat my body. And, you know, sometimes you get excited. Mm-hmm. You get excited about the fast food. You get all charged up about it. Ooh, right. I'm going to go over to Taco Bell. I'm going to hit up the, uh, get one of those new quesalupas. Yeah. Um, I read an article yesterday. Is the quesalupa real? Yes, it is. Oh, it's not just wow. something in your dreams. Oh, my God. It's a quesadilla. Yeah. Wrapped around a chalupa. No, it's not. It isn't. It's better. Oh? It's cheese melted inside a chalupa shell. Like, actually, they've extruded, made this with some extruder where they've, you know, hot 
Oh, I shot hope it was cheese. an industrial extruder. Oh, you know it was. Um, and yeah, it's cheese in the chalupa, and then there's a chalupa also, which is great. That's but, amazing. So it's amazing. I read this article yesterday. I'm just going to read it because I think it's just fantastic. Great. Sometimes you just really need a damn case of lupo. A Massachusetts man flew into a rage yesterday when his Taco Bell craving couldn't be satisfied. According to the Berkshire Eagle, 33-year-old Derek LaFort, this is me, pulled up to a Taco Bell drive-thru in the town of Pittsfield around 1.30 Thursday morning, only to find that the restaurant was closed. LaForest reportedly, quote, laid on the horn for at least two minutes, <laughs> at which point a co-worker came outside to explain that the restaurant was already closed. According to witnesses, LaForest then sped through the drive through lane and accelerated through the Taco Bell parking lot at high speeds, at which point he struck a curb, lost control of the car, hit a second curb, and smashed into a small structure which formerly housed a TD Bank ATM. Taco Bell employees then pulled LaForest's unconscious body from the car, oh my God. which people say sustained extensive damage in the collision. Thankfully for LaForest, the airbag in his car deployed, and he only suffered a cut over his eye. Despite telling police he had, quote, no idea how they wrecked the car, he was arrested on charges of vandalism and reckless driving and soon released on $500 bail. And he's certainly not the first to fly into a rage at a fast food drive through In January, Burger King customers, who were upset at how long their food was taking to come out, abandoned their car at the drive through window and rushed inside to assault an employee. <laughs> wow. Um, I've gotten into a fight at a jack-in-the-box, so I can relate. You've gotten into a fight at a jack-in-the-box. We've talked about this on the show, haven't we? I don't know if we have. Should we go through it again? <laughs> It's always an entertaining tale. Well, for me, it wasn't... I guess it was food-related because I was very drunk mm -hmm. and I was with our friends, um, Kevin and Noah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so <laughs> Noah earlier in the evening had been talking about how much he'd like to get into a fight. <laughs> I wish one day I could... And he lifted his fists and balled them and it's just, oh, if I could only get into a fight... And I think I filed that away in my brain somewhere. Right, for later. Yeah. So Kevin drove us I to I like the how you're giving us pre-justification for what's about to be an unjustifiable <laughs> act. <laughs> yeah. So, so Kevin drove us to uh, the Jack in the Box. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were sitting in line. And it was taking a really long time. I mean, I was drunk. So it probably only took like a minute before I was just so right. angry that I didn't have my two for a dollar tacos. So... I yelled out the window something at, at the people in front of us. It was, an, a, it was a big black SUV. It could have been filled with people who had guns and knives, but I didn't care. Or it could have been an Uber driver at the end of his shift. It could have been. But anyway, so, and this was a long time ago. Right. Uber wasn't even a thing. Got it. So I was, you know. It could have been a guy waiting for the chance to be an Uber driver. This was a Lars who was just, he didn't know what was, he had one mission tacos and fighting and that's what he got so i yelled at them and then out of the car stepped these like you know like 22 year old like skinny dudes who were you know definitely from the wrong side of the tracks mm -hmm. but you know when they saw me get out of the car and i was at my you know bulkiest and burliest back then <laughs> they were like oh shit this guy's just a big gorilla we shouldn't mess with this guy <laughs> and i would do my thing where i just 
I literally just yell at the top of my lungs at people <laughs> because I'm in such a drunk rage that it's the only, I mean, it's just, it's pure animalistic. Like, I'm just going to yeah. try and intimidate you as much sure, as I sure. can. So, full I, Viking berserker. Full Viking berserker yelled them back into their car. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they kind of started, their brains started worrying. I think as soon as they got out of the car and noticed, well, okay, so he he's one guy. Right. We're like five guys, and he has two guys in the car, but they both look really scared. <laughs> so we probably, so sure enough, they came out of the car with a riot bat and got me into like a, a circle where like oh, as soon as people form a circle around you, you know it's not going to be good. It's going to be bad. Yeah, so I, I kind of like, Mm-hmm. I got my shots in. They hit me with the riot bat a few times. <laughs> and then eventually I realized, well, we're going to be all here all night. There's no, right. I mean, I'm not going down. I took down a couple of their guys, but you know, they whatever. just got more guys one after another. Yeah. It's like, you know what? We're, we're something bad's going to happen here at the Jack in the box. So, right. so I jumped back in the car and, and we pulled it in reverse out of the Jack in the box <laughs> drive through as people kicked and hit Kevin's car. <laughs> And I was just laughing my head off, <laughs> looking at Noah like, isn't that great? And him being white as a sheet. But that was his chance to be in a fight. Yeah. You yes. literally handed it to him on a silver platter. I know. God, I wish he was here to defend himself. <laughs> Listen, what I did was horrible. It was a horrible <laughs> thing. I should never have done that. It's terrible. But, but you did this also is... give your friend an opportunity to be in a fight. That's true. But I mean, it was a selfish thing. I was just, mm-hmm. I wanted tacos. Right. When you want tacos, sometimes that's, this is what happens. This is what's going to happen. You could fill up an America's Most Wanted style TV series with stories about people getting angry at fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. This one I found particularly entertaining. Oh, this is great. Because it's like, you don't give me my tacos? Fine. I'll speed through the drive-thru, lay on my horn, and s- crash my car. That'll show you. <laughs> then you'll come out and give me tacos. Yep. What the fuck? I can't wait to teach you a lesson by knocking myself unconscious. <laughs> and then being pulled from the car. Oh, uh, I don't know what happened. I mean, I guess. Is, is everybody okay? Is everybody... You're fucking... It's the equivalent of the 12-year-old going, I bet you'll all miss me when I'm dead. <laughs> and tw- and Thursday at 1.30 in the morning is all you need to know. <laughs> yep. Because that's when all terrible things happen at drive through places. <laughs> So kudos to that man. He's made my state of Massachusetts pl- proud. Finally, it's not just Florida anymore. <laughs> We're just as shitty as everybody else. Next. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today here on the Brent and Lars show. Maglablam. That's the one. There it is. Had a great time. I hope everyone knows now to fear Ted Cruz. And if you run into a friendly, kind millennial just hanging out on the internet, be nice to him or her. Yeah. Don't send him your weird uncle's chain letters stay voting for Lyndon LaRouche how about you now that is an opinion we can all get behind <laughs> thanks so much you guys we'll see y'all next time here on Mega Boom!